Hey everyone, welcome back to the Zoho My Business podcast. I sat down again with Michael Tro, Zoho partner, and we had a really great conversation all about website forms, how to integrate them with Zoho, whether or not you should use some of the different ways to create forms in Zoho, like you can create forms in CRM, you can create forms in Zoho forms, and we kind of talked about what if you don't do that how there are some third-party applications you can use to integrate Zoho and whatever web forms you use. So if you have a website or you're building a website and you're using Zoho, this episode's for you because there are so many different things to actually think through when it comes to where do you want to build your forms and how do you want to integrate them with Zoho. So we talk about some of your options there. We even go down a couple of fun little rabbit holes such as how you could even create contracts using forms, We talk a little bit about uh, not just your website, but if you're using any landing page software like Unbounce or Lead Pages, we talk about that later in the episode. So whether you're interested in some of those sophisticated topics or you're just trying to figure out how to make your web forms work with Zoho, this episode's for you. Welcome to the Zoho My Business Podcast. I'm Mark Straniglia, and on my journey to building a million-dollar business, Zoho and using software efficiently was one of the keys to my success. Whether you're a business owner or employee using Zoho in your business, this podcast is for you. My goal is to make Zoho easier to use and easier to apply to your specific business so that you can be more productive and more profitable. All right. Hey, Michael. So let's talk about Zoho and your website forms. And I think there's a a couple of different topics that we can cover, you know, but I think that you know, I've used Zoho for a few years now, and I think that my understanding is there's multiple ways to build Zoho forms and use them on your website. There are probably also some ways we should talk about later in the episode about how if you're happy with whatever you use for your forms, how you can maybe still make that work with Zoho. Um, but, you know, let's kind of start here, the 10,000 foot view. What are what are what are your thoughts on why it's beneficial to use any number of the different ways that Zoho gives you to use their forms on your website, right? And that right. Zoho forms, that could be, I think CRM has a, some form um, software in there and I'm sure that's not it, but what are some of the benefits of people using Zoho's tools to actually build their web forms? Right. So, it's amazing to me, you know, I'm wearing my Go Zoho t-shirt you probably can't see because I'm pretty excited about where we are right now in what's happening out there, what I'm seeing people doing. And we are having a lot of conversations with people who are, you know, reviewing and rejigging, that's a professional term, term their website integration strategy. And it, you know, it does kind of amaze me how few people think about this to any degree or beyond the, I've got a contact form on my website where people can submit a question, right? And that comes to us internally and we can respond to it. Like, obviously, digital marketing and our online presence websites have been a fundamental part of our business for so long. So Zoho, like a lot of companies, they've been you know really at the forefront of how they can optimize this. So, you know, they've got two core components to this or products let's say um the first is a feature so there is a feature in the crm which is the website integration that will uh, that effectively is a code generating feature to generate code that you can embed 
or transition to your website that will then, when people submit data through that form, automatically populate and create records inside the CRM. And so there's and a just, few lim- let's just, just capture that real quick. So in that there, you're talking about actually being in Zoho CRM and being able to just build a form right then and there that then you could take that code and put it on your website. Correct. Yeah. So what we ultimately want to strive towards in this very rudimentary or basic level from a website integration perspective is we want to have a form on our website, ideally matching the aesthetics and branding of of everything else in our company, where people submit data through it, and that data is automatically entered into the CRM. So that saves time, manual entry, enables us to capture um, fields of information, um, and it can also trigger a lot of subsequent actions automatically, like emails to the person who's submitting the form, triggers internally, you know, to notify the right person internally that this is happening to follow up. So it can trigger all these events to improve efficiency and results, right? Um, So that's its most rudimentary form. So maybe not the best term to use when we're talking about website forms, but that's the most rudimentary concept. So then, you know, Zoho CRM, like a lot of things they'll have, here's this great feature we offer, um, but it is pretty basic. You know, you can, if you've got HTML skills or your web developer, they can pretty up the code and modify it and manipulate it to make that form be everything you need it to be. But it will just generate a form to enable you to populate and create those records in Zoho. But it has got limitations. So there is, for some people, a line that's drawn where they're like, this is you know, not going to meet all of our needs. Because, yeah, we do want to move towards, and what a lot of people are talking about now is more, I'm going to say advanced strategies, but really it's not. I don't want to like, scare people and think, oh, we're not at an advanced level. We haven't even really been doing these rudimentary Maybe basic stuff yet. strategy. Right, exactly. You know, and that's like, well, we want to capture people for certain things. We want to, you know, we know we've got different people coming to different pages on our site, or we've got maybe some content we want to make available. You know, so we want to have some different forms perform in different ways for certain scenarios. Um, That's the more improved or advanced level. And, you know, maybe even update existing records in the system, you know, not just create them. So then you would be looking at a separate application to meet those needs. And so Zoho has aptly named Zoho Forms, which is available in a couple of their bundles. So if anybody's using the CRM Plus or the Zoho One bundle, then that will be automatically available to them. Yeah. So let's so so let's so let's break this down real quick. So two primary ways to create forms in Zoho that you can use on your website um, or a landing page or something like that. You can do it within CRM, or you can use the standalone application called Zoho Forms. And if I'm understanding you correctly, Zoho Forms is going to have some um, additional features or capabilities that uh, that maybe are either harder to do in CRM or that you can't quite do. Is, am I following? Yep, that's exactly right. So it does go beyond what you the limitations of CRM feature, which is essentially just something that will enable you to create records in a module in Zoho like Leads. You know, so that's pretty much it. Um, and it's a very sort of basic form of fields. But yeah, with Zoho Forms, you can do a lot of more advanced things. You know, so that may include, at its very basic level, upsert. So if a record already exists, it can update it. You know, so looking for the email address that's used to submit the data. So you're not creating duplicates. It's got a built-in duplicate management feature. And the CRM that's, form doesn't have that? 
the CRM form uh, feature does not. It will only create records. Okay. And then I'm going to kind of jump ahead because I've played around with, um, you know, right now, you know, I don't use any of the Zoho form um, features on my website, you know, and so I'm kind of jumping ahead here um, for those that listen to the episode and don't want to go this route. You know, there are third party tools you can use like Zapier, yep. um, which, which, or even like Zoho flow, which is kind of similar to Zapier. But what those tools basically do for those that don't know is um, um, whatever website form software you already use uh, you might be able to use Zapier as kind of a middleman. Um, and what Zapier can do is recognize when your form is filled out on your website and, and then can actually put that information into CRM for you, for example, or, or a number of other Zoho apps. Um, and so... We are afforded opportunities. You know, there's yeah. multiple ways to achieve the same end and that's great, but it means but, you have to think but about But where I was kind of going with that is, you know, I know that for me personally, I've, I've used Zapier and... And it has some capabilities. You know, so what we're talking about here right now, we kind of stumbled into is when somebody fills out a form and maybe they're already in your system, right? Whether they're filling out your contact form for a second time, or maybe they're somewhere else on your website and they're signing up for something or they're downloading a free piece of content, right? And they're entering their contact information. Um, I know for me, that's worked in Zapier. It's been a little wonky, to kind of set up, um, you know, we don't have to get too much into the, the nitty gritty um, here, but do you find that using Zoho forms to handle duplicates and updating is, is, is kind of pretty mm -hmm. seamless or any tips you would give if somebody is undergoing that setup? Yeah. I, we have to look at things holistically, right? So we have to think about the, the buyer journey or the customer journey. So what is their experience? How are they navigating or coming to your stuff, your website, these pages. How are they signing up for stuff? We have to look at that first, and then we can look at the flow of data. But Zoho Forms, for the most part, overcomes a lot of challenges people have, even if it's just at that first level of being able to you know, see if someone has already submitted a form from somewhere else because it happens people accidentally click the submit button twice or they don't think it's registered or they're just looking around a website they're going oh, i've got five minutes and like this is what i need and they fill out a couple of things just been working with someone um who they had because this is very common people will use different tools and they'll like add different forms on their website or in their newsletters so if they're using something like zoho campaigns or mailchimp or whatever it may be for their email they may have different ways people are signing up for their newsletter. There may be something that they forgot they embedded inside their newsletter template, or they may have a little just sign up for our newsletter box somewhere hidden almost on their website. So this company was one of those examples where, you know, we've taken care of a lot of their website integration on the front end. We can see all the pages of I'm just a customer, like looking at their website. Here's all the pages. Here's all the places I can submit a question or whatever. And then suddenly we're like looking inside, their um, email marketing tool and their CRM and we're going there's records in here that aren't we don't know where they came from like where did this one come from and to sure enough they had some forms out there that they completely forgot about that you know were creating duplicates and so we had to like look at that process a little bit and go right let's take out these things and just replace that link with this Zoho form we've built and that'll take care of 
90 or even 100% of our duplicate issues. And now we know where everybody's coming from. So yeah, you know, know, it can be... Can be a bit of a process. Let me ask because you know, I mean, duplicates for, for anyone that's a seasoned user in CRM, duplicates are a real problem. I mean, especially for my company because we have every time we create a kind of a, a, a valuable piece of content, that piece of content has a form created for it. I'm not talking about like blogs, but we create like a lot of PDFs and things like right. that that are a free resource that people can download, but we always ask for a piece of contact information. So, you know, we, we, we actually love, you know, if one of our leads or a contact in CRM, if they've downloaded seven resources, they've technically filled out seven forms. Now, we do want to know that, like, right? And we can maybe come back to that in a second. Like, you know, we don't want to create a duplicate, but we also don't want that behavior to be completely ignored, right? Like, I, I would like my salesperson or an account manager to be able to be in CRM and recognize, oh, wow, this person actually downloaded, you know, seven pieces of content. Um, but before we even go there, <laughs> um, one of the big problems we have, um, is, is maybe somebody's a contact mm-hmm. and they fill out a lead fo- a form that is integrated with the leads module. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they get created as a lead. Can Zoho forms check both the leads and contact module for duplicates? It cannot. Okay. So this is where you have to think through the entire journey of the customer and sort of check your own um, processes as well. Um, so there's two elements to this conversation at large. One is the um, needs you have from what you want to track, and the other is you know the journey of the customer and what's going on out there. So you've touched on a couple of things because you know we want this, we want forms and the features of something like Zoho Forms, which has got some extremely advanced features. We want to use it for these fundamental tracking you know processes and requirements like you're saying but we also want to use it where feasible and needed to help enable processes whether offline or online over in the field or something like that but yes it all comes down to maintaining really good data health and especially when we've got automation involved we don't want people receiving the wrong emails or being routed to a new salesperson who doesn't know that they're already in there and a customer or something and just going, Hey, you know, thanks for downloading this. I want to sell you our first service. And like, we've been using you guys for years. Right. Salesperson wouldn't know it because they didn't know that it was a contact already. So we've got to check that. So again, we can check these processes and depending on what's going on, we can work out what features or mechanisms are needed to maintain that data health. So Zoho CRM does have some built-in duplicate management features um, whereby if you use what is known as a unique field, so you can specify normally the email address would be the first one, but if you've got something else like a customer code or something, um, that could be used. But an email address in this example would be a good field to say is our unique field. If a, a record was a lead and it's been converted to create a contact in Zoho, and you have these fields set as unique, there is a feature in there where you can manage preferences and say, look, we don't want leads created again with that same email address. And it will search across module every time a lead is created to see if that, that email so address that's, exists. That's a feature of the CRM. Not Correct. And where yeah. and is that and it, and and is that is it easy to tell people where to access that feature? Yeah, so if you know how to get to the layout editor in setup, so you just go to setup and then customization. 
um, then modules and you open up the lead module editor. Um, then you just, when you hover over the email field or whatever field you want to make unique, there'll be those three little dots. You click on those three dots and then it'll show you um, some options to make that unique. So it's just a checkbox to make it unique and then it'll pop up. And, and, and making it unique means it will check that field against other modules? Correct. So it'll only do it across the contact module. And that contact module, to, to be checked, it has to have been a record that was previously converted, right? So there is, again, a limitation there. You which couldn't just create a contact. Correct. Yeah. So this okay. is great for people that are doing this all new, you know, like a fairly new business, for example. This is a new process. This may work absolutely fine. But for a lot of people, let's say you, for example, that's been using these systems for a long time, um, or if you're someone that's migrating from another system or spreadsheets and starting to use Zoho, you're going to have contacts, right? You're going to have contacts already. So that won't check it. This feature will not check those existing contacts or right. those contacts are created manually. So then you have to write some custom code to fill in the gaps. So this is like a decision-making process I go through yeah. when talking to people to go, what are we talking about? What's already here? and work out the situation. Well, and I was going to bring that up next, you know, and we won't go down that rabbit hole explaining the details of it, but right. you know, confirm for me, you can build a custom code in CRM that will check leads against contacts for duplicates. And Correct. that would now be an additional option people would have, but it's a custom code. And frankly, they'd have to hire, if they didn't know how to code, they'd probably have to hire a Zoho partner like yourself to build out that code, right? But that right. is, Okay, so so for those listening, you know, it's not a, you know, there's a couple things to think through here. I mean, and, and, th and this is why it's great to listen to an episode like this, especially if you're new to CRM and you're trying to figure out the relationship between leads and contacts, um, because there are ramifications to consider. Um, and I think this is why, frankly, some people don't use leads, you know, right. um, and just go right into contacts because there are some issues with duplicates between it. But um, there are some, there are some settings where you can play with, as Michael said, with unique fields, but, but really if you want to go all out, and I believe this is what you did for us at Spotlight Branding, um, is I think you just built a custom code that actually checked the two modules. And if there was a duplicate, I think it created a task for Correct. us to reconcile that duplicate. Is that right? Yeah. So it, we, there's, because it's custom code, um, a custom function, you've got a lot more flexibility with what you could do. So for you, um, and for other people, it could be that it notifies the both owners, the right. new owner and the old owner, and tells them so there's no you know misunderstanding. It can delete records, whatever may be the requirements and the preferred flow. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely ways to cover bases. So you know, again, maybe highlighting like this may seem like an isolated project. I need a web form, but if it's part of something bigger, it's always worth just having that discussion just to make sure you're you know, checking your bases and maybe. Well, hopefully you want to avoid any bigger work down the road. Um, hmm. But yeah, from there, it's, you know, what, what do we want to achieve with this form? What information do we want to capture? You know, so if it's something that is downloadable content, great. If it's something like a contact us form, great. But then it could be something where it's, you know, using more advanced features where we've, we're using it more like a, almost a survey in some ways where you can have... Um, dynamic fields populating. So almost asking questions and getting and different fields will display based on responses in that form to help drive the right data. So we've just done that for someone where, you know, they they service both, they do air conditioning. 
servicing and they service both um, residential and businesses, commercial businesses. So like the first question is, what would you like us to service? And the answer is either my residential house or my, my commercial business, something worded along that line. And then it will show the relevant fields um, that right. they want based on that. So it'll drive the user, again, thinking about that customer journey, that drives them down the path that they want when they submit that form. And then it gets routed to the right uh, people. No, no, that's a really good one. It, uh, you know, along those lines, are there any solutions for, and, you know, I don't know the language for this, but, you know, so let, me, let me kind of talk about it from the user's perspective, right? There have been times that I fill out a form and I hit submit and then it takes me to a new page. And, you know, and that page could be a, an additional offer for something, um, you know, and it's asking me for some more information, right? Um, does Zoho Forms or CRM Forms or Zoho as a whole have any sort of kind of solution where um, it's kind of the continuation of a form on a new page? But if I don't, let's say on that second page, I don't give that extra information it doesn't mean that what I submitted on page one goes away, right? So do I have to build multiple forms for that? Or or does Zoho Forms have a solution to build right. kind of a, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, like a sequence yeah. almost? It's a multi-step form is what okay. I call it, one for a better term. But yeah, so for the listeners here, if you're not quite following, so think about, let's say, an insurance form. So if you're filling out like a car quote um, and you want to quote for your insurance, if you're that company receiving the data, you don't want to lose that first. You want to capture the lead. So the first page is normally something like name, email, and phone, real basic information. But you want that captured. You want that inserted into your system so you can follow up, even if they don't then start filling out the rest of it, which is information about your car. You know, so like, you know, this is my order, this is the make, model, year, et cetera. So each form in that, again, what are your requirements as a company? What do you want the customer journey to be? Some people may want a multi-page single form where it's broken down into pages to make it look less daunting for the person submitting it. We don't want people coming to our websites, do we, and going, wow, they want 20 or 30 you know, page-long like form. People are just going to go, I don't have time for that. See you later. Bye-bye. We don't want that drop-off rate. So sometimes what we call a multi-page single form. If you're watching the video, I'm doing a, a you know a horizontal line. Yeah, showing <laughs> your hands. I like it. I like it. Great for radio. <laughs> but then, yeah. So we've got this multi-page single form where it makes it more digestible for the person filling out the form. So they come there and they go, okay, just name and email and phone. So, Great. But, but oh, how do I that? I'm, I'm interrupting only because the strategy makes perfect sense to me. And I, and I think our listeners are probably following. How do I put that on my website? Right. Cause that's, that's what I want to drill in on this episode is how do I, so great. Zoho forms can do that, but what do our listeners need to know for how they're going to be able to make that work on the website? I mean, the, like any Zoho forms, the Zoho forms, one of its more advanced features is that it creates more beautiful templates off the shelf that can sit on a hosted Zoho page. So when you create the form, if it's just a single standard, like a contact us form, or one of these multi-page forms that we're talking about, you can get a link and automatically just start using it. So if you've got an email or you're sending out or you just want to link to it on your website, it'll open up this form and off you go. 
But then you can also, what Zoho Forms calls is share. So there's actually a setting called share this form, basically, or share. And that's when it will be like, do you want to just use the link? Do you want to use, do you want to embed it on your website? Or do you want to take this code and then, you know, use that code on your website, do something else to make it, you know, whether it's HTML or CSS code. Right. So it's embedded on the form. So, so I think here's what I'm wondering. There's a couple of scenarios I'm envisioning in my head, right? It's one thing if, you know, so I build, I build my web, my website and I've got now a web page um, and, and, and I have a form on that page. Now, if somebody starts filling out that form and hits submit, it's one thing if they, they're still on the same overall web page, but now that form kind of moves into part two and is asking them for new information, right? So they're still on the same web page, but, but the form has just kind of, you know, um, moved into some new fields. What I'm kind of wondering is, you know, so I, I see a lot of things where like I fill out a form on a landing page to sign up for something. And then it takes me, and then I hit submit and I'm signed up, but it takes me to another then second landing page where I get a bonus offer. Right. Um, and it's also one of those things where if you, if you say, no, I don't want it, it takes you to a third page. that says, yep. sure, we'll give you 20% off. So where I'm, where I'm going with this is that those are three separate web pages, right. not forms, web pages Correct. that I'd want to design myself or have my web designer do in WordPress or whatever. So could I put, this multi-step form mm -hmm. on separate web pages? You, what you're describing would probably be a multi-form process. If you wanted to use just Soho Forms, not involve your website, not involve a developer or anything else, you could build it using one of Zoho Forms' nice, fancier looking templates. So it looks a bit more aesthetically pleasing. You but can customize the colors and stuff. There, right? We're just talking about the aesthetic of the form itself. Right, yep, okay. correct. Yep, so it's just a form that's hosted on a, it is on a web page, but it's a Zoho hosted web page, but it just looks like the form. It's only just going to show you the form. So the domain would be something like Zoho Forms public slash your domain slash. All right, let's pause here. That's a good differentiation to make. So you could have a form that is also the web page. In other words, all, all you see on your screen is a form Correct. and that, that could be multi-step meaning I hit submit and it goes to another page, but all that yep. page is, is another a form. There's nothing else. But if I wanted to have multiple web pages that I built and designed that have more information graphics than just a form. Mm -hmm. And I wanted that I wanted each one of those pages to have a form. You're saying I'd have to actually build multiple individual forms in Zoho forms. Correct. Yeah. So if you're wanting it to be the form one, page one, whatever you want to think of it as, is just name and basic contact information. I want that sent to my CRM so I know it's captured no matter what. And then I can follow up accordingly. That is probably going to be a single form where that submit action sends the data to where you want it to go. Okay. And then it would redirect to the next form, which would be a separate form. You would call it step two, and that would be whatever you want it to be, more information captured with an offer, whatever it may be. Zoho Forms, you know, one of your, what the listeners may not know is, Mark, when we, before we hit record on this, he always asked me, Mike, tell me what's exciting you with Zoho right now, which is one of those most ambiguous questions for someone like me, because I get a little bit nerded out by stuff. But, you know, what does excite me when we're talking about forms and website integration is, 
and pretty much everything to do with this world of Zoho and everything we do as a company is fixing problems or finding unique solutions. I'll build the most generic contact us forms all day long. You know, great. It's meeting a need and improve what you're doing. It's great. But if we can fix a real problem and help generate, improve productivity and generate better results and revenue, amazing, right? That's what excites me and gets me out of bed in the morning. So when we're talking about these multi-step forms, that might not be something you've got right now or even thought was possible because of where you are as a business or what resources you have available. So forms is either available to you already in the bundle you've got or is extremely affordable as a standalone product and app. You could have like this you know, multi-step form built for you pretty quickly, you know, to enable you to capture more information, literally have integrated payment systems capture payments there and then if you're selling something like an e-commerce like a web book or a, an actual product you could do all this stuff pretty quickly you know without having to have a proper web developer get involved and change your website or anything like that so you could achieve something pretty cool but then there are a lot of scenarios that we're not talking about that's very common for what we do with people and that's using these forms to really facilitate a process that people would use not think of as being something that a web form could help with. And that would be something like, let's say, a work order or generating a contract for a client. You know, So where people have got field sales reps or even nowadays with COVID being remote and they just want to send off a link, say, fill out this information, that's our contract. Soho Forms is a really great feature where you can capture all this information it can embed blocks of text like your terms and conditions. So it reads more, almost like a dynamic contract. Mm. You can capture electronic signatures. And then one of the actions on the submit will be to turn that whole thing into a document and into a PDF. And then that can be asserted against the record and sent off to both the submitter, the customer, and the person internally. So you've got this full contract that's signed electronically um, by the person. Why would you use that as opposed to Zoho Sign or DocuSign? That was because my question, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you've got dynamic information that wants to be captured. You know, like you need them to put on there what information is relevant to the contract that isn't pre-populated or that you don't want them to fill out in another way. Or it's because it's, you just want to send them a link and say, fill out this thing you know, rather than using as a, an electronic signature program. There are times when this makes more sense because of the overarching process. Um, but yeah, it can create PDFs, documents. It can do all these really cool things that can enable processes you didn't even think may be related to a web form. So it's definitely worthwhile thinking about how these things can help in other areas of the business, not just generating or capturing leads. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, like thinking, that. I'm thinking, you know, if your business has an intake form, um, you know, you could use you could use Zoho Forms for that, but then put it on your website. So now your website has intake forms. And to your point earlier, you mentioned that, you know, you can have, you know, I call it if then logic. So if, if they check this box for commercial, then they get these questions. If they check the box for residential, then they get these questions. I like to call that if then logic. Um, but, you know, you could have that on an intake form. And then you, to your point, that could turn into a PDF that the client could have, which just looks nicer than a filled out form, right? Or same yeah. thing for, um, you know, same thing for your internal staff. 
Um, you know, I, I, I like the. I want to just ask real quick too. And I, I always be careful going down these rabbit holes because some listeners might not be interested in using Zoho forms and their website for contracts. But I do want to ask one follow up question on the idea of using forms as a contract because that is something that's really interesting. Um, because you could just have that right on your website. You know, it's just imagine just sending a link to somebody when they want to sign up, right? Um, can can you, um, if, if you're the, if you're the, uh, the business, can you somehow pre-fill out any aspects of that form for the client? That is a great question. Um, it's not normally bad questions, but one of the features that is not well known about with Zoho Forms is a really powerful one where it can actually pull data from the CRM to pre-fill fields on that form. So right. there's a lot to know about it. And, you know, technically speaking, we have to think about processes at large and where that data is coming from inside Zoho, one module, et cetera. But yes, we can pull, and this is where we commonly use it, where we would use it sometimes as a contract for a particular process or a work order, um, like a job site visit or something like that would be against, let's say, a deal. So they've got a deal, then part of the process would be to automatically send the customer an email saying, you know, schedule, you know, just make sure you confirm this step, please fill out this form, and then we'll process, this will generate the work order and we'll set a time to come and see you. And so what we would use is what they call a CRM field that you have on the form that's hidden. The link that you're sending in the email to the customer captures that unique field. It's normally a code we generate by using an auto number field in Zoho CRM. And then that is automatically pulled into the form. When the customer clicks the link, it's got that field hidden, pre-populated with their unique code. Think like maybe a coupon or something if we're applying like discounts for people, this works in that same way. Um, so that coupon is applied automatically to the form or this unique code, and that will pull in data from that record, the deal, into the form. So the customer's name, the site visit, or whatever else is on there. So they don't have to fill it out. It looks really slick because they've got, wow, okay, you know who I am, and I don't have to take all this time. They just fill out the bits that are missing, and then you know they click submit, and it turns into this PDF. They get something tangible, which they like, I like as a buyer, it's like, okay, I, instead of just seeing a thank you submit page, it's like, here's my document, you know, that submits me that I now know, I feel I've taken this definitive step and whatever it may be, or if it's a coupon, as I say, for a sale, you know, you can use these things in some really cool ways to generate some better experience for the customer, even improve like how you're getting revenue. So let's, let's, let's kind of, so I love that. Let's, let's kind of come back a little bit and, and go back to kind of the bigger conversation just around forms, forms in general, not just the Zoho forms applications, forms in general, integrating them with your website and overall using the Zoho ecosystem. You know, I, I just want to make sure, and we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes, but I just want to just kind of uh, ask you if there's any other um, benefits that we haven't shared with everyone. Like one of the things that's popping into my mind um, and so I'm wondering if there's anything else. So I'd like you to comment on this and then also let me know if there's anything else we haven't mentioned yet. But is um, if you, again, if you use Zoho CRM, there's the idea of lead scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and correct me if I'm misunderstanding this, Michael, but um, one of the keys to lead scoring is making sure, um, 
like one of the things you can do with lead scoring is if somebody visits your website over and over again, they can like their lead score can go up, but CRM, or I think maybe even this involves some sales IQ a little bit, which is another Zoho app. Um, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, stay with me listeners, but CRM sales IQ, there are ways that these applications can recognize that this person who's in your CRM has visited your website again. Right. But they do that, I believe, by and I don't want to get too into the technical details. I think they kind of uh, lock in their IP address or something like that. So they know if that person's coming back. But when you when you manually put someone into CRM, uh, CRM isn't going to be able to recognize that person returning to your website. But if you use some of these Zoho forms, you now have some of those capabilities, right, for it to recognize when people revisit your website and, and, and stuff like that. And so can you comment on that? And does, for that, does it matter if I'm using Zoho forms or CRM forms? It does matter. And it, again, it does depend on like the process and, you know, what we're trying to do at large, but, you know, if we're talking about features and benefits, right. So that would definitely be under a feature column. But what's the overarching benefits? So if we think back to some of the things we said at the beginning, why do I even want to bother with this? You know, like why change what I'm doing? People send me an email or what, what's the, you know, what's wrong with that? You know, I've got an email or a phone number on my website. People click that and we're all good. You know, what's benefits here? We're talking receiving manual entry of data, integrations and interoperability between other apps and systems in your ecosystem so the crms zoho crm or if we're using sales iq or you know docusign or zoho sign all these integrations and interoperability opportunities right uh, so manual saving of labor or saving manual labor from duplicating the entry of data into different systems interoperability and integrations um and then you know the benefit of being able to you know have something that doesn't necessarily involve developers easily built with a drag and drop you know functionality so let's cross over into a feature a little bit but there's a lot of benefits to doing something like this in terms of you know everything we said enabling processes and etc cetera, etc cetera. then yeah the features it's just a feature rich solution you know so there's a lot of things in crm you know we come back to zoho crm is 20 something years old now and so there was a time in this world where the CRMs were added to a lot to add features. There's a ton of features inside Zoho CRM that are, are very old. But since then, as the world has changed, they've gone, we could build a whole app for this, or there are other companies out there building solutions and software just for this portion. We don't need to improve what we've got in the CRM. We just need to improve what we've built ourselves out there or, or make sure we integrate with something else that people have built. The website integration, the forms inside CRM is a very good example of that. It meets the real basic needs of ticking a lot of these benefit boxes, you know, and having something that I can just embed on my site to capture information to enable me to not have to manually enter data, facilitate processes and automated sequences and all this stuff. But then Zoho Forms is much more advanced with its features. And yeah, in terms of, you know, going to more advanced levels of the things you're talking about and integrating with sales IQ and tracking website um, visits and where people are navigating through the website. Um, You can do a lot of really cool stuff, but you would probably require something like sales IQ to sit on this. Right. But but let's hear in on that for a second, right? Because what I want to help people do is pick 
what makes sense for them if they're going to go with a Zoho form option, right? So, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about Zoho forms, the application and how it has multi-step and how it can do all these fancy things. But let's just talk about lead scoring for a second and tracking website visitors. Uh, if I uh, Can both Zoho forms and CRM forms kind of capture that IP address to, to follow that person and and it sounds like he's the only engine that will, you know, track the IP address and that person's visit on your website and feed that data back into the CRM. So then you've got the CRM, which is a hub. So you've got a lead. So you've got sales IQ feeding this data to say that the lead's been back on your website. Right, but what then form if they... do I create? What, what, what form can I create if there is one that I can put on my website? It would probably be a Zoho form. It would probably be a Zoho form to sit into that process, right? But this, the, the fact that they visited that page would come from Sales IQ. So there is an integration with Zoho forms and Sales IQ to help some of this information travel back into the CRM. But yeah, the ultimate end result of this is if you're wanting to do lead scoring and have website visits and other activity attribute towards a score on that record, you can do so, but that data is coming from some of these other systems. Sure. But I guess, I guess my fundamental question is if I want to do that, where do I build the form sales IQ, CRM, Zoho forms, or any of them? It, it, I would probably be starting off my review by using Zoho forms for that, okay. but it would have to look at the process and the needs at large to work out exactly because there are some things within sales IQ that can facilitate this. But if I know I need uh, like a bigger, like a form to do in my content download and stuff, then I'm wanting to integrate that form with Sales IQ to make sure that the data is coming across. No, either way, the end result is in CRM, we tie it all together to get what you need. No, and, and, and again, that's results. why we're giving them this episode because after you listen to this, they, you know, you guys listening, you can think through what your most important needs are, right? But yeah. but man, it would really stink to build all your forms. For example, this is why I wanted to ask you this, Michael. It would really stink to build all your forms, say in Zoho Forms, and then find out that um, if you care about lead scoring and you, and you want part of lead scoring to be uh, visitor tracking on your website. So every time somebody visits your website, the score goes up in CRM for that lead. If you find out that, oh, you know, Zo the, the form I built in Zoho form doesn't capture the person's IP address so that that can start being tracked, that would be really disappointing to then find out to do that. You would have had to create the form in CRM. You know, these so scorings are really is a difficult one and an interesting one because uh, unfortunately, each app kind of has their own lead scoring system. Right. So there's a lead scoring system in Sales IQ, there's one in Zoho Campaigns, there's one in CRM. They're all independent and for some great reason they don't talk to one another. So in the scenario you're talking about, you are probably going down a route of creating a custom lead scoring mechanism. So it doesn't necessarily matter where the data is coming from, as long as it ends up in CRM, because if we are wanting to use all these different factors as as part or a contributing part to a score, we would need to write this in CRM anyway as a custom lead scoring mechanism. As long as our data is in CRM somewhere, we would have to, we could use it to create this custom score. You know, but if we're saying, um, 
if we're using like the CRM scoring system, then that only is working on fields on the lead or the contacts or the record in CRM. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, lead scoring in CRM can be influenced by, uh, say, Zoho campaigns if it's integrated with it. Somebody opens up an, uh, a marketing email, great. And, and, and I believe it can integrate with Sales IQ as well um, because we actually had, on if, in, for, if those that are interested in Sales IQ, go, go listen to one of our last episodes because we actually had uh, our salesperson on who uses Sales IQ talking about this. And, and for example, and I do want to harp on this one for a second because I think lead scoring is actually a really big opportunity especially for companies that have a lot of leads and, and they want to be able to better surface the hot ones. Um, you know, my salesperson, the way that, you know, she kind of does lead scoring off visitor tracking is if they didn't fill out a website chat through sales IQ, um, then she has to send them an email with a special link in it. And when they click that special link, that's now how sales IQ and CRM can track them. Right. But it does. It's ha but sales IQ is tracking them and is talking to CRM and we're just using CRM's native lead scoring feature mm -hmm. um, to do that. So I was assuming that somewhere if we build a Zoho form, that it would be able to capture them as well. So I, I got to think that that can work seamlessly. I'm, with I'm sure there is. I'm sure yeah. there is. I, 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 interestingly, a lot, a lot of people we work with like have a lot of requirements around lead scoring, which is one of those things that kind of always surprises me a little, but it's also, I get it. Um, because, you know, we look at things more periodically for these people and say, well, what's our total available market? Like, we've got a large lead database right now that's being, you know, um, underserved do we need to do something around it but yeah i mean if we are looking at lead scoring which is a very powerful tool in our arsenal then yeah then where there's a will there's a way and these tools do talk to one another to help facilitate that process. perfect so let me kind of recap it like this for our listeners i mean i think if you're kind of making a checklist for yourself trying to figure out where you want to go uh with with forms and integrate them with your website i think you need to think about duplicates and how you want to handle that if you're using Zoho CRM, what's your relationship between contacts and leads and understanding that, you know, duplicates will be checked different ways. You might have to create a custom code. There's some few ways to handle that. And also, I mean, keep in mind, even if you're not using Zoho CRM, any other CRM you use, um, you're probably, you're relying on that CRM to check duplicates for you, right? The forms themselves typically aren't going to be able to do that. Um, I, I think the next thing you're asking yourself is, and Michael, you brought this up a handful of times, which I appreciate is what ultimately is my strategy? What kind of forms am I going to have? You know, do, do I need to have multi-step forms or, you know, um, how many forms do I need to have? What, what's, what's the journey someone's probably going to go through? Is it likely that they're going to fill out a contact form? And, you know, for me at Spotlight Branding, it is likely they'll fill out a contact form and then they'll go download three pieces of content, all which had a form as well. Right. And that'll happen. So, you know, thinking through, your customer journey will probably help you decide, you know, how you're going to handle duplicates, what kind of forms you need, but then also be aware of some of these features that we talked about, like lead scoring. If you care about that, make, you know, you're going to have a lot easier time doing that potentially if you use uh, one of Zoho's form creators, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. So um, last thing I just want to mention for those out there that use other Zoho apps, but are not willing to start using any of the Zoho forms, CRM forms, Zoho forms, sales IQ, right? What kind of advice, and I mentioned Zapier earlier, but just in general, Michael, I want to wrap up with any advice you have for those that are going to stick with their current web forms that aren't in the Zoho world, 
but how they can make that work well with whatever other Zoho apps they're using and any advice you kind of want to give them. It's like anything, I think it's weighing up the cost benefits, you know, the pros and cons, just going through this with someone right now and they've got these forms that aren't integrated or working, performing like they would ultimately like them to. So what's easier? They're actually building a new website. So is it cart before horse? Is it, do we wait until the website's done and put these new Zoho forms on there? Or we've identified and confirmed now that no, this is too urgent because we're missing, losing stuff. So we need to expedite this. So what's the quickest way we can solve this? So yeah, if you want to stick with what you've got and it's not, you know, you've got it first, is it integratable directly? Something like Gravity Forms can be integrated with Zoho. It will cost you to have one of the Gravity Forms premium packages, but can I integrate my existing form builder into Zoho CRM? That's yes a great no. point. Typically, typically, whatever whatever company makes your forms, you can go to their website and see if they have integrations. But that's a great point because I mentioned Zapier earlier as kind of a middleman. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Something like Gravity Forms, uh, which is a which is a plugin uh, for WordPress and maybe some others mm-hmm. um, to create forms. You know that actually integrates with Zoho directly. So that's a good right. point. Yeah. So is what I'm using integratable already? If this applies to anything. We're not just talking like web forms. This is a chain of train of thought for anything we're using in our world. So can it be integrated with Zoho CRM? Have they the company I'm using? Gravity Forms, for example, builds an integration. Yes or no? If no, has someone else been built an integration, a Zapier, which would be a data integration service? If there's an integration available through one of these services, great. Zoho has a Zapier equivalent called Zoho Flow. That could also be used. And if you've got a Zoho bundle, you've possibly got access to it. If it's, we will have access if it's Zoho One. So is there a Zapier or Zoho Flow or some other data integration service? There's hundreds, you know, that we could use, you know, that's already built something. If not, we have to go down the custom route. And so then you're definitely weighing our pros and cons. Like, is this worth my time at all? And I could swap to something like Zoho Forms and have it already pre-done. So for then you, generally speaking, we're talking about forms and website integration. Custom is very rarely, you know, the right, the optimal path. It's more often the last resort of a very specific requirements. Do we ever need to go down that route? Because moving to Zoho Forms or an integrated service or using something like Zapier or Zoho Flow would far be a better solution than doing a custom API. Awesome. No, that's really helpful. And then, and then one more question, and gosh, we probably could devote a whole episode to this. I'm sorry I didn't think of it earlier, but you know, I think one of the other things people are going to have a lot of is landing pages. Right. Um, and that might be on their website, but that might be through a third party, like an unbounce or something like that. Um, so just a couple of questions. And if you can give the brief answer, but, but um, does Zoho have a solution for landing pages themselves? Um, and, you know, and if so, do I create the forms in there? Or how does that work? And then separate, if I am using something like an unbounce or lead pages, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, to what extent are you aware of maybe benefits of, of building a Zoho form and putting it in there versus using like Unbounce's native uh, form or something like that. I know that's a pretty advanced question. So if you don't know, you don't know, but what, what kind of do you know about any of those questions? Right. So luckily I do. Um, All right. <laughs> so, I put them on the uh, spot. I didn't, I didn't prep that question. It just kind of occurred to me. It's <laughs> a curveball just to test me. Um, so Zoho, I believe, but don't quote me on this, is bringing out something. They've always got their fingers in a lot of pies and they've obviously got 50 plus apps. I believe a landing page solution is something on their radar, but 
it's not been announced or official. Okay. So yes, if we're using, you know, Zoho Forms can be used again on any web page, right? So if you're using any web like lead landing page builder like lead pages or your website, yes, you can just as we spoke earlier embed the code, code from Zoho Forms and then you're on your way. Unbounce used to have a really amazing integration with Zoho. They stopped supporting it a couple of years ago, which was pretty upsetting. Yeah, it makes um, sense. And Zoho's blowing up, and so they're like, we're going to stop. <laughs> yeah, and they, there was Unbound, a lot of reasoning behind it. We'll, we'll and, have you on the show to defend yourself. Yeah, maybe you've rebuilt it. I'm just like, haven't paid attention, but you should have told me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they stopped supporting it when Zoho changed their API, and I kind of get it. And um, it was a shame because I really loved the Unbounce integration. Um, so if you are using Unbounce, you have to have you know, real think about what is the best thing for you to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and we just use Zapier, you know, like we, 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 we use Zapier as kind of that middleman so that when Unbounce yep. is figured out, Zapier then talks to Zoho. And I got nothing to get, like Zapier itself is great, but I have to set up so many steps in Zapier because like step one is check for duplicate. Right. You know, and then step two is if there is a duplicate, update the duplicate, right? Because maybe there's some new information that I want to capture about. And then if there's not a duplicate, step three is create that record, you know? Um, and, I, and I have to manage that all of that in, in Zapier. And I've, I've thought a lot about whether or not I should just go with a Zoho form in Unbound. We'll definitely have this conversation, you know, again, when we're talking about integrations and other tools. But my general rule of thumb, and this is me, my preference when we're having this conversation is, what is the most important tool in our arsenal in this conversation we're having? Right, so this applies to email marketing tools, landing page tools, a whole other lot of things in the world that we use in business technology, right? But yeah, for most people, and I say this very warily, the CRM is probably the most important thing in our world, right? When we're talking about customer mm -hmm. relationship management. But if we're talking about emails and landing pages, there's a whole lot of tools out there that have got some amazing features or you know serve a really specific part to our specific process that we can't do without like if unbalance is this tool that you love because it's got all these bells and whistles and these things that you have to have to do what you need to do i get it right so you, you have to take a step back and go is there an alternative to, to unbalance that has the same features and benefits and can do the same things it is compatible and then can integrate easily with zoho crm because that's a really important tool in my arsenal if the answer is no, and and or you love Unbounce, and you just can't, the thought of taking that out of your ecosystem pains you, then don't. Keep it, right? But then you have to maybe take some more painful steps to get it set up to do like what you're saying, to get that data routed into Zoho. Yeah, CRM. and there you just, got, you just got to make a decision on what you value. And I, you know, we didn't, exactly. I'm sure we didn't cover every feature or benefit we could have, but I think that's what you have to consider, right? And I, I'm just going back to the example of lead scoring simply as an example if you want to be able to capture lead scoring in CRM, you probably need to use a Zoho form in Unbounce, mm -hmm. not Unbounce's form. But at the same time, what do you lose with that, right? You lose the simplicity of being able to test a red submit button versus a green submit button, you know, in, in Unbounce. It sounds sem semantic, but it's actually really important. But yeah. Right, right. So I think that's where if you're listening, the best thing you can do and you're like, you don't know what you don't know, right? So you, you can't go figure out everything from day one. Don't get overwhelmed. But but look at Zoho Forms. Look at Zoho CRM Forms. Under, try your best to understand 
the, the gains, the benefits of those. And then look at whatever you're doing on your website, look at what you're doing on your landing pages and figure out the benefits of using those forms and then just kind of choose what's best for you, right? And, and The so- likelihood is, um, for, you know, a lot of people listening to this and listeners, you tell us, you know, tell us if we're way, I'm way off base with this. But for a lot of people listening, you know, the chances are that their website integration strategy or where they are with their website integration is probably towards the stuff we were talking about at the beginning. We just need one or two forms, you know, definitely a contact us form. Right now, it's not even integrated with anything. We just got emails coming in and we're manually entering that in. For a lot of people, that's where you're at. Or it's very basically just submitting data and we could pretty it up and do a couple more advanced things like what we spoke about. For some people, yeah, you're going to be on the other end of the spectrum. You're going to have a lot of stuff already in place. And, you know, that's when, yeah, this becomes a bigger conversation. You know, if we've got landing pages, advanced digital marketing campaigns for spending on digital ads, we have to take all that into consideration. But a lot of people are going to fall in the middle between these and you can build into that more advanced stuff with digital ads and landing pages if you know and use the tools that you're using now to build into it so no right or wrong depends where you are in your overall business and with this type of work um but yeah for a lot of you i'm sure just getting some you know real standard stuff deployed to help save you some clicks and some manual labor and improve your your work the customer experience with some website integration would be more than enough right now and you're off to the races. Awesome. Well, man, I want to keep talking about this, but, but I think everyone will stop listening eventually because we're just, we're just, we're just nerding out on uh, website forms, but uh, thank you, Michael. Thank everyone for listening. I hope it was helpful. And Mike, we'll see you again next time. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zoho, my business, please subscribe and share with others who are using Zoho or who would simply benefit from using software more efficiently in their business. As I continue to Zoho my own businesses, I will share what I learn along the way and help you Zoho yours.